For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What's going on, everybody? You people are listening to Topic Thunder. All right, guys. So, welcome to the... uh, recap of this preseason game against the Hawks uh, in which the Thunder played today. Uh, If you don't know already, I'm Dylan of Thunder Chats. Uh, I will be hosting this by myself today. Alex was supposed to be jumping on here with me, but he had some things come up. It's no big deal. We're not going to sweat it. We're going to run through this like we normally would. Um, But yeah, I think now's the goodest time as any to hook up the TiVo. You don't need to explain to me why you need TiVo. All right, so the Oklahoma City Thunder played the Hawks, like I said, and the final score was 113-94. to And uh, there was a couple things that stood out today. Um, I'm going to kind of go down the box score and just kind of you know, talk about these guys as I come to them. So Patrick Patterson shot six shots um, tonight. Uh, he was 2-6 shooting, 2-6 uh, from the three-point line. All his shots were threes. He made two of them. Um, and that was encouraging to see because in the past two games, Patterson has shot a combined four shots, all right? You know, fresh off of his uh, five of six three-point shooting in the blue-white game, he had four shots in two games. So even though he shot about 33% today, uh, it was encouraging to see him letting those shots fly. Paul George, again, he was uh, he was active just as he was the game before. Started out slow in this one, finished 5 of 16 shooting, um, 3 of 8 from deep, 22 points. Like I said, he started out slow, but um, especially coming out of halftime, he was really able to kind of find his rhythm, Um, and it was part of a 35-point third quarter for the Thunder that really sealed this game's outcome. Um, You know, it was kind of back and forth through the first two quarters, but once it hit the third quarter, Paul George took full grasp of this game and, you know, led the Thunder to that big third quarter and that proved to be the difference. Um, Steven Adams, man, he uh, he was 2 of 5 shooting, uh, got to the line three times, 4 of 6 free throw shootings, had 9 rebounds, 7 of which were defensive, um, only 2 offensive, we'll get to that in a second, I think I know why. <laughs> he had 3 assists, which is impressive, and only 8 points. Um, I tweeted this. For the most part, Steven Adams looked pretty disinterested in this game. Particularly when we first started out, um, I think Alex Lane got a quick like four to six points in the beginning of the game because Adams just had no interest on switching over um, after the pick and roll. Um, and Alex Lane was wide open for a dunk. So an uncharacteristic game for Steven Adams to you know, to say the least. Um Right after that, we got Dennis Schroeder, who led the team, man. He was 9-14 he was shooting, which, you know, 
we kind of talked about in the weekly how he hasn't been shooting very efficiently. I think he was actually 5-16 of 16, both of his games, which is kind of crazy. So it's 9-14 of 14 shootings encouraging to see. Also encouraging to see he was 1-2 from deep, good 50%. Only got to the line once this time. So his trips to the line are going down um, in each game, but he made 1-2. of two. He split the free throws. He had 7 rebounds, 6 assists, 2 turnovers, about 3-1 to one turnover ratio, and 20 points, all right? Um, the thing about Dennis that I really noticed in this game is his mid-range jumper is deadly. Like, that's going to be a real weapon, particularly coming off the pick and roll. Um, you know, usually when somebody comes off pick and roll, they're coming hard at the basket or they're lobbing to their big man on, or to the roll man. Um, they're kicking to the corners for an open shot. But Dennis really utilizes that mid-range jumper um, in the pick and roll, and he was extremely efficient with it. I, I I know just off the eye test and memory, I think he had at least four mid-range jumpers, and they all had nothing but the bottom of the net. He even had a free throw line uh, floater that seemed to touch the top of the rafters before it dropped into the hoop. So uh, his offensive game continues to impress me. Um, as you know, as we see him play, like he he just continues to impress me. He had a really nice block um, early in the third quarter. Um, on in transition, uh, which led to a Paul George three, so that was huge. Um, and it was really encouraging to see because I, one of the big knocks about Schroeder when we brought him in is he couldn't play defense. Well, I'm not going to harp on it, but I think his defense is extremely underrated, and he's going to shock some people. He already is shocking some people. All right, getting the nod at shooting guard was Terrence Ferguson, who only played two minutes in this one. Um, he he caught an elbow from Alex Lynn in the first quarter. Uh, he was really dazed and confused because um, he came out, Hami came in, or no, TLC came in, I'm sorry, um, and Ferguson couldn't even sit on the chair. Like He was sitting on the floor with a towel over his head. Um, some of the medical staff was you know, kind of huddled around him. He was just sitting on the floor for like a solid five minutes. Like You could tell he was clearly uncomfortable he was visibly uncomfortable he finally got on the floor they finally took him back and he was revealed to have um i don't know if they said he had a concussion or he's having concussion like symptoms so uh, definitely keep an eye on that as we go into the next game i wouldn't be shocked if he sat in the milwaukee game especially if he has a concussion he's probably definitely gonna sit in the milwaukee game but i wouldn't be surprised even if he didn't have a concussion if they held him back just to kind of make sure he's 100 percent there um, I'm not going to harp too much on everybody else. Uh, I'm going to cover that in my next segment, which is the most impressive unit. So, the most impressive unit to me today was the second unit. Now, you look at their stats. You know, Noel uh, coming off a 12-point game last uh, the game before. Only had two points. He had three rebounds. One of two shooting. Uh, he, he did have a block. He swatted away a poster attempt, which was awesome. That's what you're going to get with Noel. Uh, you know, Jeremy Grant didn't have much to write home about. Eight points, six rebounds. 3 of 8 shooting, 1 of 3 from deep. He did hit a 3, it was wide open, and it was a nice shot. And he seemed more aggressive tonight, so that was good. Um, but no, the guys that I was really impressed with 
was the guys that really stepped up after Ferguson went out. And specifically, that was Hamdu Diallo and Alex Abrinas. Um, Hamdu came in and he shot 4 of 8, good 50%, and he got to the line three times, shooting 5 of 6 from the charity strike. Um, he finished with 13 points, which was good enough for third on the team, which is just crazy to think about. Um, and he had five rebounds, four of which were offensive rebounds. Now, you know, I mentioned earlier how Stevens' offensive rebounds have gone down. I think he had nine in both of the, his first games. He only had two this game. Part of that's because Hamadou Diallo's um, activity on the offensive glass tonight. I thought it was really impressive. He seemed to be in the right place at the right time. He's really good at reading that ball, um, how it bounces off the rim and backboard, and he's one of the best athletes on the court, so he can put himself in position to get that rebound. But yeah, I thought he was really aggressive. He caught a sweet lob from Ray Felton. Uh, I think it was like in the, I think it was in the first quarter actually, um, in which he had his eyes at rim level, just kind of speaking to his uh, athleticism, how how freak of an athlete he is. And something to point out, I'm not 100% sure on this. Supposed to be a- that play looked eerily similar to the one that is patented by Russell Westbrook and Andre Robertson. Robertson backdoor and then rush drive in a lob it to him. It, it looks eerily similar to that play um, with Ray catching Hami on the backdoor for a beautiful, beautiful finish. Beautifully athletic finish. And then the guy that I gassed up in our weekly podcast, um, Alex Abrinas, you know. He came into this game, uh, he was 2 or 3. Um, the first game against the Pistons, uh, he was 2 of 5 from deep um, the game before at the Wolves. And tonight he finished 2 of 6. Now that's a little bit worse percentage, but what was impressive about Alex is he continues to make strides on the defensive end. He continues to play just good enough defense to keep him on the floor, to warrant him being on the floor. And the thing that really impressed me in this one that even stood out from the other two games is Alex Abrinas was a what, bleh, almost had a fresh that's not a word Alex Abrinas was aggressive with the ball um, he wasn't delegated to just being a three point shooter even though oh okay yeah <laughs> sorry I was looking at the stats I was like well he was 2 of 6 and he had 2 of 6 three pointers maybe he really only did shoot threes but no um, he wasn't only a three-point shooter. There was a couple times he put the ball on the floor, drove hard at the rim, hard and strong to the rim. He got fouled. He got fouled twice, and he went to the charity stripe, and he hit all four of his free throw attempts. So if Abrinas can add that wrinkle to his offense, that weapon to his rapid floor, then that's going to be huge for not only him, but for the Thunder. Because right now, he's just a guy that people kind of fall asleep on in the corner. Um, because that's all, be that's all he is. That's all he is. He's a shooter. He's not going to give you anything else. But if he can really, you know, develop his offensive game, he could be a huge weapon for us. Especially if Ferguson's going to miss any time with this concussion. I think you can make the case Alex Abrinas deserves that starting uh, two guard spot. And you know, it's not crazy to believe that they might try to put Hamdi Diallo there. Personally, I think they'll. They'll keep Abrinas at that two-guard spot and bring Hami off the bench because I think they like the energy he provides off the bench. And if there's anything Hami's going to provide off the bench, it's a whole heap and lot of energy. Um, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. I want to thank you guys for listening. I want you guys to give us a follow on our Twitter, at OKCTopicThunder. You can find us at NowThatThunderBasketball.com as well as ThunderSintentions.com. Um, go ahead and follow me at Thunder Chats. 
And find our podcast on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. Um, and also, you know, leave us something positive in the review section. Nothing negative. We don't need no negativity. We ain't about that life. And you can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Overcast, and anywhere else you listen to your podcasts. Until then, I hope you all have a great night. God bless. Thunder up. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.